0: It's almost time for the Buckeyes to get back on the field. It's a matchup against the FCS school in Youngstown State. This is also a team that the Buckeyes can show them improvements while they're playing the game. What are your expectations for the Buckeye game tomorrow? We'll dive into ours today on Locked on Buckeyes.
1: You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What is up, Buck fans? welcome back to the episode of Locked On Buck Guys the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is a Friday, September 8th in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to us by our friends at GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LockedOnCollege for $20 off your first purchase during today's episode. It's been quite a bit of time between today's guest and I have gotten together to do a show. It's my guy, Jeff Hunt. He is back. It's week two of the season, but it's Jeff's first appearance on Loft on Buckeyes during the 2023 college football season. Jeff, welcome back to the show.
1: Hey Jay, thanks for having me back on. Thanks to the Locked On Network for having me on. I love doing this. I love, I love getting the text from you. It's all you know. We we chat about the games mostly afterwards through the week. But then when I get the hey, can you do such and such time on such and such day? I'm like, yes, you know it. I'm um, <laughs> I'm very proud to do it. Everybody, you know, all my friends and family are like, it's awesome when I'm on here. They all huge fans of Jay and and your family. So uh, it's it's great to be back. Uh, tough week for Buckeye fans. A lot of questions unanswered. Um, but you know, overall, hey, all we can, all I could – we just gotta say is we're one to zero, and we got to move on to the Penguins.
0: That's it. You're one to zero. Like out of all the things that came out of the week, the game week ago, once you move all the dust away, what is still there? A one and zero unblemished record. And Jeff, I do believe that's a building block. That is something that the Buckeyes can um, have belief in and have hope in. Like even though we didn't play our best game, even though we didn't play Buckeye football. Even though we didn't really play decent football on offense, (laughs) we still won the game. We're trying to find all the good things to talk about here because the game a week ago was not pretty the entire time. But, Jeff, the Buckeyes won the game, and they have a chance to go 2-0.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And, and that's, what's important. I mean, you got to, especially in, especially the first, you know, few weeks of the season, like they, you have to get the victory. You just have to get the victories. I mean, not the. I mean, I'm not even throwing shade, but just ask Clemson, like, that's not a better start. Um, I, 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 at the end of the year, the Clemson could be a good team, but you know, they've got a, they've got that zero right now and, you know, in the win column. So, you know, that's, that's the other side of the story for these, we're talking about the contenders, you know, Uh, the Buckeyes, honestly, in my opinion, as far as the want to know contenders had one of the worst weeks, but the, again, they're still want to know, you know, everything's out in front of them. They got a lot of work to do. We're going to find out a lot, a lot about Ryan day and his coaching staff this week. That's, that is, that's what we're going to learn about this week. I don't put, really put this on the players. Like I think the players did what they were taught. I don't know exactly what they were taught over the summer, but this coaching staff, they, we need, we're going to find out, you know, what they can do in basically four days. Let's start
0: right there, Jeff. Let's not go anywhere. Let's not go to the players' expectations for this game. You hinted at it. What are your expectations for the coaches tomorrow against Youngstown State?
1: I think they got to have a plan, Jay. Uh, that's the whole thing last week. Like, it was so disjointed. It felt like they were like, okay, we're just going to go out and we're going we're gonna to run the ball a certain way. Then we're going to take shots. Um, really wasn't coming around. Um, you know, McCord didn't look super comfortable. And that's not a shot at McCord. That's no. a shot of, like, what did you do? Right. Like, what were you doing for the last six months that you – pretty much knew you were going to be the starting quarterback. Like you, you didn't look like the starting quarterback. And I know like, yes, do I want to give him a break for, you know, his first start and being away and all these things? Of course I do. I understand. But I got to look at the other side of it and be like, well, I don't know, Penn State's quarterback didn't have that problem. Uh, A lot of, you know, Alabama, Milrow didn't have a problem down in Alabama. Like, you know, Georgia, you know, did, you know, did the usual. And that's to say preparedness. Like the whole thing was preparedness. So what we need to see this week is a plan. We need to see, I don't care if it's scripted, you know, what it has to be. We need to see like five yards, five yards, five yards, 15 yards, you know, seven yards, five yards, five yards, touchdown. You know, that that's what we need to see. Like there, there has to be, we have to be able to get a feel like as fans that watch a team every week, we should get a feel for like, oh, this is when they'll do this. This is when they'll do this. You know, they, they, they just, they, they gotta have something on the chalkboard besides I don't know, throw in another guy or or keep running it or or it's time to, like – I thought it's it's sad to say, but two of the kind of let-down plays were the touchdowns as far as, like, just try to get the touchdown, give it to mine, and let's get out of here. Rather than do something cute or come up with something better, that's that's where you're tied in. That's where we thought the tight end would mm-hmm. score this year. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where – I mean, it's a total mismatch at wide receiver, and yet they had to just lean on, like – we got to get the touchdown and get out of here. Um, so this week, what we, I, need to, I need to see a plan. I need to see, you know, I need to see the offensive line play better. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, my th- gosh. It, but it's sad that week two shouldn't be a practice for a team that had all summer to practice. It should be over in the second quarter and everybody get out and be laughing and on the sideline. Uh, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not what it's going to be. It's a learning. today. It's going to be a learning game tomorrow.
0: Jeff, when it comes to my expectations for tomorrow's game, for the coaches, let's start right there. Ryan Day, Jim Knowles, Brian Hartline, and the others. I want to figure out what is your plan situationally in the game. You tell me there's a quarterback battle, but Kyle McCord plays all but six snaps in that game. That's not a QB battle. That is Kyle McCord being the starting quarterback. Maybe you're trying to keep Devin Brown a little bit um, in tuned or whatever the case may be. That's not really a quarterback battle on the way things went a week ago. I want to know, situationally, goal line, short yardage, is Mayan the guy if he's in giving the ball? Is Chip the guy if he's in giving the ball? You don't have to bring in Devin Brown for, um, what is it, fourth and two or whatever short yardage just trying to run a QB power. You don't have to. Even though he might be a good option, he ain't the best option. you got Chip training him. you got Mayan Williams. Put those guys in there and let them get the tough yards. With the running backs, plan, is Henderson going to start? If he's going to start, is he going to get pulled at a certain pitch, uh, snap count? Or is it going to be, hey, if you're not doing well, we're going to take you off the field. Or we're going to play you a lot like our featured back, regardless of how you play. Mayan Williams, is he healthy? Jeff, We could go pregame, sitting there. My wife and I sitting there, my brother and my sister-in-law watching the, pre- uh, the warm-ups. And Mayan walks on the field, well, jogs in the field. Didn't take long for me to think he's not healthy. But I was like, okay, maybe my my mind is wrong. No, he wasn't healthy. Um, he did play in the game, got two touchdowns, but he was he's not full strength. If Mayan's at full strength, is he your featured back at any point in the game? Because to me, the battle at running back it shouldn't be Henderson or Williams. It should be Williams or Trainum. Like it should be Chip and Mayan battling for the number one spot. If it, if one guy does not, the other one fills in where he needs to. I need a plan, Jeff in short yardage, or even any portion of the game, are you going to get your best receiver of the ball? Receivers, plural. Because one of the biggest complaints I had a week ago, and I'm going to have it again tomorrow, is if all of a sudden Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Abuka don't get the ball a lot, don't get the ball enough, both of those guys should have five to eight catches a game, one touchdown a piece. That's that's not anything crazy to say. That should be reality. And against a bad opponent, an FCS, FCS opponent in Youngstown State, Those are the things we should expect to see. But also, we're going to find out what the coach's plan is tomorrow. If that's not the plan, Jeff, and they're still trying to work things out against this opponent, you and I might have a longer text conversation than normal. (laughs) It'll be a very frustrating one to have uh, because we expect better from this football team, and we should see better tomorrow
1: and we need to see better from the interior of the line too. Oh my gosh. Uh, we the a a, key, a a keep bouncing into the outside running game is is not going to win you a national championship. Like the interior got pushed around. I mean, Indiana's middle linebacker, I I, I apologize for forgetting his name at this point, looked like one of the best players on the field and was he that did 44. Yeah, number 44. He he was a dog, man. And but the but the thing is he was just he was just doing what he's supposed to do, <laughs> which if I know that's what he's supposed to do. I know the read, like, why doesn't the guard, why does the Correct. center, why doesn't day, why doesn't anybody like understand this whole, like you big guys just stand up and we'll bounce it to the outside and hope our athletes, you know, can make some space worked. Against Indiana. It's gonna work against Youngstown State. Boy, that's not gonna work at all against good defenses. Um, and they've got at least four really good teams coming up this year that if they try to if they try to use this like makeshift running game, like it's it's gonna get shut down. Um, you know, this isn't a slight on the on the on the kid himself. Henderson looks healthy. I do believe he was hurt last year, but like the thing is if it's if it's not happening, it's not happening. Like right. that's that's the reality of college football. It stinks. Um you know, but you can't tr- keep trying to force. You know, he—he's uh, obviously—he's—he's he's obviously got a lot of skills, but it's just not whatever's whoever's fault it is. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if it's not happening. It's not happening because, like, a high state's not a team we can just keep experimenting with. That's not what we expect. We hear, we hear for four months, all these four stars, all these five stars, all these players. These guys are going to be dogs. Blah 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 blah. And then the game starts, and they look like an average Big Ten team. Here's what I said, Jay. I know we keep talking about last week, but this is what my worry is. If you if you ask me after week one, Ohio State looked like the sixth best team that will be in the Big Ten next year. They look worse than, you know, Oregon. They look worse than Washington, USC, Michigan, Penn State. All these teams, they had the worst start. And that's the reality of next year. And that's, um, you know, if I can see it and you can see it. And then all we got all week from Ryan Day was all the typical, like, almost excuses, you know. And, like, so this week, end the excuses day. Give me three drives in a row to where you obviously look better than Youngstown State, and and they don't deserve to be on the field, and everybody's like, this game stinks. That's the type of game. And then do whatever you want. Give me three serious drives, then do whatever you want.
0: You got to hear some of our expectations for the coaches, a lot of them on the offense for the Buckeyes. What do we want to see from Kyle McCord and Devin Brown tomorrow? We'll dive into that next on Locked on Guys. This episode is brought to you by Nutraful. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. Nutraful provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think losing their hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutriful science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to neutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code locked on college find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend nutriful for healthier hair Neutrafol.com slash men spelled n u t r a f o l dot com slash men and enter promo code locked on college that's nutriful.com slash men promo code locked on college the ohio state buckeyes play youngstown state tomorrow at 12 noon eastern time catch every snap of the buckeyes hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app search buckeyes jeff i love expectations i love having you on the show and i'm curious we didn't really dive into this in our conversations throughout the week in regards to the quarterback i in my rewatch was comforted i told somebody this Prior to them listening or watching the rewatch pod that I put out, I believe, on Tuesday. In the moment, I was a little frustrated. Missing throws that I do believe he can make, um, some bad reads. But when I went back to the rewatch, bro, that old line was bad. And I'm not just going to be like, hey, it's Simmons, a new guy from San Diego State, or not even Jackson a left guard. No, I do believe all five guys had an issue in the miscommunication, um, misreads, um, doing double teams and not going to the second level in some run plays. O-line was not up to par at all. Granted, it's game one, but you still expect better from the Buckeyes' offensive line. I do think, Jeff, that impacted negatively how Kyle McCord played a week ago. Another week of practice, another week of game preparation as a starter. I do think, Jeff, my thought is that we will get improved quarterback play from Kyle McCord for Devin Brown, buddy. I don't know what we're going to get.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. I didn't you know, I didn't jump off the boat on McCord. I I thought like he obviously has fantastic arm talent which that's a good start like it just really is it's a simple baseline um what what kind of bothered me about it was they called a game plan for him that was based on they had a dominant you know offensive line and they didn't but what makes me think is go across the country you know a couple hours earlier i watched colorado who who does not have a great offensive line have a completely different game plan to where to not put so much pressure on them and they had a quarterback throw for 500 yards. Like I know that Day didn't want to come out and let McCord throw up 50 times and do all that, and he could. I really do believe they could have done that. But here's the thing: like that might just be what you have to do for a while. Like if you can't, you can't just keep you can't keep risking these games, assuming your offensive line is going to be, you know, this this big, tough, dominant, you know, thing that, and they probably will by the end of the season. They have proven to do that over the years that wasn't what happened. And when you're McCord and you have 44, you know, look, you know, and you know that at any second, you know, he's going to be in your face. I think it did stress him out, uh, which is good. That's good. That's a good learning experience to be like, you, you don't want him to be comfortable. You want him to think like every play, like, you know, it's, it's not going to be as easy as it was in practice. I, I expect him to play. He's going to play much better this week. It's a, it's a much worse team. And he's, you know, he's had, he already had some arrows slung at him again. He's I'm fortunate that he didn't play a good team last week and all these things. But you also, at some point, like you have to let this guy sling it. Uh yeah. We saw him try to, we, we saw day try to kind of slow play Stroud at the start. And it was the same stuff. We were after the Minnesota game, we were both sitting there like, man, I don't know. Um, After the next game, like, ah, oh, man, I don't know because you gotta, you gotta let this kid go. Like this is what these guys do. This is why you bring these guys to these schools to let them be them. And it'll start flowing if you just, you know, let him go. So I, I expect him that he's gonna, his stat line's gonna be better. He's gonna play better. Um, you know, I was, I was impressed with. He, th- he threw a couple throws over the middle into, into, into the bucket that mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're fine. Like if you can, if you can make that throw, we're gonna be fine um you know we talked a lot today that the big story right before we started the show was that they admitted that the Harrison uh play should have been mm-hmm. a touchdown yes th- and that would have changed his mentality and his comfort but he also has to be able to shake that stuff off and do it the next play that's what the the great ones do like if you think of a Justin Fields man nothing nothing rattled that dude uh, injury uh penalties whatever he would come back and get it i i expect to see McCord will have a fine game but i think uh, I'm curious what what we'll be saying about the offensive line in front of him after that and how concerned we will be about his, you know, going through the rest of the season if he's worried about somebody at his ankles every play.
0: That offensive line, man, it's it's going to be hard. I don't care if you have Joe Burrow as your quarterback, Vince Young as your quarterback, Michael Vick of Virginia Tech as your quarterback. I don't care who it is. If your offensive line is consistently struggling – to block the guys across from them and the guys across from you are not up to, or maybe we overestimated and overpredicted what the Buckeyes off of the line was going to be. It's going to make things hard for the quarterback. For Kyle McCord, though, I th- my thought, we will get improved quarterback play and some of those throws that he missed. Now, some of those are reading, um, like that fourth down play where the interception, like you're, you're going to learn from that and you're going to not make that mistake ag- numerous times. You may make it again but it won't be a mistake you and but if you have that 5 out of 8 if you eight times you're not throwing the interception 5 out of 8 or 6 out of 8 like you're improving on that. I just think some of those throws that were just on the outside of the receiver's arms or um Julian Fleming a little bit too a little bit further than outstretched. Yeah. But if Fleming gets that, if Harrison Jr has that ball or gets really just the yep. has changed, we are viewing McCor's performance a whole lot different. The stats really what was he, 19 of 30, 230 through the air. I think that might be correct, bro. First time on the road, a big 10 game as a starter. That's not really that
1: bad. 113 degrees on the field. Uh, and 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 uh, Jay, you said it, but the, the truth is, two plays and it looked are we're sitting here being like, man, good start. This, the you know, this they they meet the spread, all these things. Like, I do understand that's why I'm saying I'm not being too my my. I just want to be clear. All of my critique is on the coaching staff because your job is before week one. Now, you know, now the players kick in. If McCord's not better this week, then some of it's on him and blah, blah, blah. But the, those that month leading up to the first game is when your coaches have to do their job and make your make it easier on you. And I look, like I say, I watched some of these other first starts around the country. I concentrated more on the the, the replacement quarterbacks around the country for these good teams than I did anything else. And most of them killed it. Um, you know, to watch Milro down there in Alabama look like he'd look like he'd been there for three years. You know, you watch Shador Sanders out there in Colorado against oh you, Um uh, didn't flinch. Like Mm-mm. they they did they just had a different mentality. And I, I think there's I know there's a pressure on McCord that none of us could explain. Like it's it's unfair, it's ridiculous. Um, but that that's just the reality of when you say yes, I'll go to Ohio State, you're saying yes, I want to be scrutinized. As one of the most important players, not just in the country, in the world, like, yeah, the biggest fan base in the world, the high expectations, you're just one dude. That's the focal point of it. I, I, I don't have any idea, but I might cut that way. And that's why I'm not the quarterback at Iowa State. We're going to find out a lot about McCord this week, you know, even against Youngstown State. The first, like I said, first three drives is all I care about. I need to know what they look like. Then we can start working on stuff.
0: Guys, we got to hear a lot about offense, coaching, Ryan Day, Kyle McCourt so far. What do we need to see from the Buckeyes defense tomorrow? We'll dive into that next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals right up to the day of the event. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts, covering their team every day find locked on college football kickoff live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any locked on college YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. Jeff. I don't think either of us want to miss what might happen by the Buckeyes defense on Saturday. Really good. Big 10 opponent. Cool. Road game. Cool. First game of the season. You don't give up a touchdown. You only give up one score. That's really good, bro. Indiana's offense was not that good. However, if all, if Indiana opened up the playbook just a tad, if they felt like they could, they probably could have scored 10, 10 to 13 to 14 points because they did have some weapons up there. They just they just they decided not to try to use them. But this defense, though, I, I do think, and I understand it's Indiana, I understand it's youngstown state, but a building block and a way to build confidence, Jeff, if they if they come out tomorrow and only give up one score again, and that score is a field goal, not a touchdown. We're looking at a defense. That it could be good this year.
1: Yeah, I I I liked and and again I want to be full disclosure. All we keep saying is that we need to see the defense better. We need to see the defense better. I agree with you. Like as I watched them, like Indiana had no intentions on this game being close, and we're trying to (laughs) drag this out. I don't know if I'm an Indiana fan. It's a way worse week. Like they, they, I don't, I don't. That was disorganized. I don't know what they was running. Sort of a veer. (laughs) <laughs> you know option attack at some point but whatever they did keep it close and if a miracle could have happened they got big questions quarterback but all you can ask from your defense is to just do what's in front of you what I liked is they attacked um my the best thing I saw was a lot of a lot of hits even on yard you know and catches and stuff you know behind the first down markers you know really getting to the guy and getting them down to the ground and forcing third downs and and longer second downs like that's what we've been waiting for instead of missed tackles or misreads or you know, guys being way too far out of the play. Um, I don't, I don't know what to make of the outside of the coverage on the outside. Like, I don't think I can grade the cornerbacks on this Mm -hmm. game. Like I'll give them credit for like not getting blown up, but I, I really don't know what those quarterbacks were going to do. The defensive line again, like they got decent push and they kind of were, they didn't get, they didn't get pushed around, but they still just like the explosion, Uh, the, 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 the the getting the quarter the knocking the ball out of the quarterback's hands um, you know things like that still just wasn't quite there it was more of a tackling clinic so yeah. if anything what I'll say I saw from the Buckeyes defense is they tackled better and they attacked pretty well took good angles like things like that that, that that's gonna that's gonna come up things would have saved us honestly there's a couple tackles and we probably anyway we won't talk about last year but I'm just saying like <laughs> So there were things to take off of, but uh, the Indiana's uh, offense was just so mediocre to bad that, you no, know, I don't want to take too much away. So what, and tomorrow it's going to be the same thing again. Um, it's just going to be tackle what's in front of you. Don't give up stupid long plays. And then we're still not going to know what you're made of until, you know, Notre Dame, like that's just a point. But all they could do is what they did. Um, I'm still not super comfortable on the outside yet. Um I don't know like I don't know that the linebacking core is great uh right, national right. caliber it's yeah. and here's how many times have we said that? it's hard for me to watch Alabama and you know Georgia and then watch the Buckeyes and go yeah they're the same like they're just not yet um we're just not at that point I don't know I don't know how it's going to change or when it's going to change, but that's the discussion we had earlier in the summer about Mr. Day. But yes. this is about this week's game. So yeah. Just just tackle everybody in front of you. Don't do anything dumb. Maybe score a touchdown. This is a game where a defense could steal a touchdown and have some fun. But um, I, I just there's not a lot to learn unless I don't I don't know anything about Youngstown State, but it, maybe though if they're a team that runs like kind of a wacky offense, uh, see how the you know the buckeyes adjust to it and in the confusion and so here's here's what I look for tackling and communication between the guys on the field is what yeah, I can launch.
0: Tackling, communication. If I want to go by position, I'm gonna go up front, not really the tackle. If I just want to see the defensive ends get home, and I don't care <laughs> what defensive end it is, I don't care if it's a freshman or if it's a six-year senior. Now, I'm not I don't I don't believe they have any six-year seniors, yeah. six-year seniors on at defensive end, but you kind of get the gist like somebody get home. Like yeah. we saw defensive tackles. Get home. I think multiple got multiple got home to get sacks last week. Just just get there. Um, make plays behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. tip balls. The things that you would expect from just a good college defensive <laughs> end. I'm not saying like an elite guy, like a good college defensive end or above average college defensive end. You expect him to tip some balls every now and then. Just do though do the things that are they're not crazy to expect. They're just things that we should expect yeah. from you. Linebackers, though, discipline. And I understand if 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 there's a another team that you come out, you say, oh, it's another wacky offense. A year ago, those are the things that kind of gashed the Buckeyes. Well, yep. occasionally. A lot of some things gashed the Buckeyes. But you really got exposed, like, hey, like, athletic quarterback, yep. Maryland, Talaya, like, oh, wait, we don't really understand how to de- defend this guy. So I'm looking at them saying, just play sound football, but also – this is a game to work on your instincts. It's going to be hard because maybe speed wise, I mean, it'll speed up over the next few weeks. But you can start working on your instincts and confirming, hey, I thought this was going to happen. This is what happened, and I instinctually reacted to what I thought was going to happen because it happened. So I'm not really trying to like take. Mu- they play so they did what you had to do. Like you, you only give up three points. You're probably going to win every single game. Now I don't think it's going to happen every single <laughs> week. But, Jeff, I do think this defense, though, as we're almost up out of time, I do think this defense can have another game where they only give up three points or maybe only a touchdown, seven or three, or maybe even – I don't want to say shut up. That's hard. That's really hard in college football. But it is possible. Jeff, do you have any last comments or thoughts about this game tomorrow?
1: Uh, no, you know, that's pretty much it, man. I think, uh, you know, I'll just piggyback on what you said. Th- this game is about learning to trust your instincts and make things muscle memory and reactionary. This These are the weeks when you have to learn that. Like, if you see, if you're, you know, if you're a linebacker and you're keying on the guard, what- whatever you're supposed to do, do it quickly and without thinking That's what's going to make you better, because when the games get tough and you're tired and, you know, the national championships on the line, Big Ten's on the line, like that's when you got to be able to do that stuff without thinking. So, like, I'm not as worried much about the outcome as I am how each player does his his, does his job and and do the coaches, you know, instill that in them, because it's a we're going to learn a lot about the Buckeyes this week, more than most people think you could. We're, we we should be learning what we learned last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's going to be it's it's more interesting than people think. Jeff, it's been fun having you back
0: on the show, man. Look forward to doing this down the road. If you could let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter, and uh, maybe kind of hint at any shows you're going to be on <laughs> in the future, because you've been a busy man.
1: Yeah, I've been doing a lot for a semi-retired podcaster. Uh, Just always (laughs) at jhunt006 on X slash Twitter, whichever you're calling it now. Um, You can find me on uh, Facebook, you know, either at Jeff Hunt or at Jeff Needs Sports. Always doing work with the Off the Ball Network. We got some really cool stuff now that football season's picking up. I'll be on a lot of shows there. I don't have my own show going right now, but I consider everything we do at the Off the Ball Network you know, my show and, p- and part of my family. So follow off the ball network, you know, follow at Jay Hunt 006. And uh, I, I I repost and keep up with everything we're doing. And, and again, thanks to Locked On and thanks to Jay for having me on. This is this is a highlight of my week. And, I, and as usual, I feel better about going into the next game <laughs> than I do before I talk to Jay. He gets me ready to go, resets me and, and uh, it's go time.
0: It's a therapy session that I don't get paid for, guys. <laughs> and I wish I did, but yeah, that may be a, that may be an occupation down the road. You can follow me on Twitter or X at jsteven07. Send all of your emails to jsteven317 at gmail.com. One more thing, I forgot to mention this earlier in the show. There will be a live show, live post game show on YouTube, the Locked On Buckeyes YouTube page. I'll be instantly reacting to what we watch tomorrow. Will it be a good show? Will it be good things we react to. It'll it be bad things. The game's tomorrow at 12. The Buckeyes will play the football, and we, all of us together, will react to the Buckeye football game. Hopefully it's a 2-0 outcome. The Buckeyes move on to 2-0 and not 1-1. If it's a 1-1 at the end of the game, (laughs) oh, Oh, man, I'll be fired up, and you'll want to see Jay uh, light on fire tomorrow during that live (laughs) post game show. Out of here on a Friday, guys. I'll see you next time.